Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everybody to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. Once again, Craig and Jeff are here. And again, we've got a couple more episodes we're doing this week. And we're in different locations again. I'm still on vacation, so Jeff, I'm sorry, you know. Gotta do this. How's that beach living treating you, man? Not, not too bad. It's really not too bad at all. The I'm not really sure. The, uh, just to let everyone know here, my wife is actually in the room right now listening to this podcast. So it's kind of an an odd thing here. I think she might join the podcast here and be fantasy football expert. I guess not. She's shaking her head no. So sure. we're not going to get a guest, a special guest <laughs> on today's show. But that's fine. You got you got me and. Me and Jeff today. We're going to talk about some rankings for next year. That's what we're going to be doing. I got an early, very early rankings list out. I came up with my first rankings list. I did my top 15 quarterbacks, top 20 running backs, my top 25 wide receivers, and my top 10 tight ends. So on this show, I think we're going to go through the quarterbacks and the running backs. I'm just going to run through them a little bit. We'll talk about them. Jeff has not seen these rankings, so... No idea where I'm at. We might agree on some. You might think I'm crazy on others, but we'll kind of. Yeah, I like the. Uh, I like going in blind. I like to. Usually, we agree on a lot of stuff, yep. so it makes it easy. But um, I always love when he puts someone really high, and then I can, <laughs> can shit on. His well, on this one, I'll just. I'm gonna, we're gonna start. We'll start from the top. A lot of these lists usually go from the back, but with the, these ranks, we'll start from the top. Just kind of go through what I'm thinking. I mean, this is gonna change. This is really early. You know, as we our, our last week episode, episode, we talked about all the free agent moves and all that stuff. So I mean, this stuff's gonna change like crazy. It, it's it's going to. So we have no idea where these running backs are gonna be, wide receivers, and even even a couple quarterbacks. Like I mean, can't wait till Mike Glennon jumps into my top fifteen list, my top ten maybe. If he, that will he never goes. happen. You know, you never know, but. We'll get into that. I do, just a I do know. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're probably right. I, that's not going to happen. But make sure you know follow us on Twitter at the FF Profit. Check out the fantasyfootballprofit.com or send us an email at fantasyfootballprofit at gmail.com. And let's just get into the list here, Jeff. Start with the quarterbacks. And my number one quarterback for 2017 is probably when you can guess name is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Aaron Rodgers is number one. I mean, you can't, it's, that's pretty simple. I think he's going to be number one on most everybody's list for next year. He's easily going, he's going to be the number one quarterback on all consensus ranks. And he's going to probably be the number one quarterback on like 99% of people's list, I think. It's just an easy one. There's, I mean, he was great this past year. And I don't think there's, is there even an argument to put anybody ahead of him? I don't think there is. Um, no, no, especially on that kind of list. There's no one that should be above him. The guy's too good. He's too dominant. He does it every single year. Yep. Um, I, you know, that was a no brainer. Aaron Rodgers, number one bullet point. Let, yeah, exactly. So who's number, who's number two for you? This that, is where, that's going to be the most interesting yep. part is we hit number two through five. Right. Cause two through five is the really interesting part to me. Cause I feel like these guys can go pretty much in any order. It's like, what do you prefer? Like, if you actually have this, I hope I don't get this situation because I don't know what I would do. But 
This is kind of what I'm thinking I would do. Number two, I put Matt Ryan as my number two quarterback for next year. I don't high. think you can go wrong. Really, to be to be fair, I don't think you can go wrong on the next three if right. they're who I think they are. But Matt Ryan did wonderful, has an amazing offense. He's a good quarterback. So, yeah, number two, I have no problem well, with that. And that's what it is. That's why I have him number two. It's I feel like he probably has the best. I think he has. He, I mean, he's, a lot of these guys, these guys have good offenses here, but I think Matt Ryan might have the best offense of them with the most weapons, with Julio and – you know, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman and even Mohamed Sanu and, like, Taylor, Taylor Gabriel. I think he has the most weapons here. I really do. That's, I do, too. And if Hooper steps up at, you yeah, know, on Hooper. top of that. Yep. Yeah, if Hooper, my guy. Maybe I have Hooper in my tight end rankings when we get to that. But maybe not. <laughs> well, I'd be surprised if you didn't because it'd be like you not having Tyreek Hill in your in your wide receiving. That is, that is true. Good old Tyreek Hill, my guy. But, so I went, yeah. I went with Matt Ryan. It was a close call for me with a couple of the other guys. But number three is Tom Brady. And, again, I don't think you can go wrong with Tom Brady. He's, yep, he's going to be, what, 40 years old? <laughs> and four, 40 years old, though. I mean, it's kind of – is he going to slow yeah, down? Who cares? I mean, he, he does it every single year. It doesn't even matter who's out there. I mean, even with Gronk hurt half the season, he was still unbelievable. So, I figured – and. I'm just going to guess, or maybe you're going to throw me off, but my guess would be number four is Drew Brees. Nope, it is not. You're wrong. All right, gotcha. threw me off. I was going to get the first three right, and then I opened my mouth on the fourth. So who's, <laughs> who's number four for My me? number four is actually Andrew Luck. He is hmm. my number four this year. All right, yeah, no problem. And then Drew Brees is number five. So, But okay. again, these guys are so interchangeable, I feel like. I really feel like the you know two through five can be pretty much anybody at this point. But Breeze, I, I don't even know why I've Breeze. I don't know. Breeze, I feel like, I, again, that's another one I keep waiting for. When's that drop-off going to start happening? He's getting up there in age. It's going to have to happen at some point, you feel like. And Andrew Luck, hmm. I feel like Andrew Luck is just getting coming into it now where he's at. I feel like maybe this is the year they really step up if he has a healthy Dante Moncrief all year with T.Y. Hilton out there. Maybe Philip Dorsett steps up. You know, who knows? He has a lot of weapons there. Yeah, and I I mean, I think you're right. I mean, you know, Matt Ryan and Luck, I, their best years are still ahead of them, possibly. You know what I mean? And Breeze is so consistent. Brady is so consistent. So that's wonderful. But um, So I see where you see that upside coming. But because of that, I think people value them a little more. Like, yep. you haven't seen what Luck can really bring to the table, so yep. they pay a little more. If, I, if it was me, you don't get Aaron Rodgers, and you do want one of these guys you can really depend on, I would pretty much just wait to see when they come out and you just get the best value because I, I feel like you do. I think those four are so close that saving that money and investing it somewhere else is the best play you can do. So basically if a guy is being undervalued, it's not, you know, you want Brady, but Breeze is the one that's going for cheaper. Yep. I would hop on that and, and grab Breeze. No, definitely. I think you're going to be able to I think one of these guys is going to fall in an auction draft and be a lot cheaper than the others. And I think that's what you want to get. If you can lock in to get one of these guys for under, I don't know, under $10 in an auction, I think that's a pretty good yeah, value. I don't think that's going to happen. but Probably not. It might be, it'd be pretty borderline, but if you can do it, I think that's a good value. But now it's really, yeah. I think it gets really well, interesting in the list. Number six. Yeah, and this is, yeah, and this is true. This is where I'm going to start seeing who you value and who you just like more. Yep. 
because it is very, very sporadic in here. I'm trying to think of who you're going to put up there. I don't think you're going to guess number, number six. I don't think you can guess number six. I really don't. Number six. And I know you hate Dak, so I know he's not going to be. No, it's not Dak. I, I would I'd be surprised if Dak was in the top ten. I don't think he is for you, is he? No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. All right. Um, and Roethlisberger will be in there, but I'm guessing he'll be like number seven or eight. I'll just give it a little heads up. Roethlisberger's number seven. Nice call there. Uh, I know my man Craig. Um, Number six, though. Um, I'm probably just out there missing someone. As a... I know I'm missing someone, but as a surprise, I'm going to say Kirk Cousins. No, it's not. Not Kirk Cousins. It is going to be... Who's number six? Cam Newton. I am looking for the bounce back here. Who? Cam Newton. Oh, Cam Newton. Yep. Wow. As, I mean, all right, yeah, it you're is. splitting the difference, I guess. It's, it's a, it, it'd be safe to put him, like, at number nine. You jump him up to number six because he was number one before. So I'm okay with that. That might be a, That's going to be higher than most people, I would assume. I, th- I think so, too. I think it's a little higher. But I, I do I, agree with you. I think the bounce back rate is usually pretty good with quarterbacks. Yeah, I think he, I think it's probably going to be a little higher, but I think I like the, I see a bounce back year happen. I just feel like last year was so far down compared to what, 2015 was like how is that he has to come back he has to come back up from last year maybe he's not going to come up to 2015 levels but he has to jump up Calvin Benjamin's do, I think should do be you better. think he do you think he can get back to 2015 I don't levels think, because of the amount of running that no, he did because I, of the amount of I mean I don't want to say luck but he didn't have that phenomenal of a team and he was putting up crazy numbers like it was almost kind of an aberration, like uh, a figment of my imagination where you start watching this guy and you're like, there's no way he can put up these kind of numbers with Ted Ginn. <laughs> I mean, like, it doesn't make any sense. No, so, no. I, 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 mean, I don't see that in those numbers again. But I see good numbers, but I, there's no way he can get up to 2015 levels. That was just ridiculous. And I don't even know what the running game's going to be like. Is it going to be Jonathan Stewart? Are they going to draft somebody? I, you know, who, I don't know what that's going to be. I but. feel... I, I just see them drafting someone. I think that that's a prime place for a like a Cooks to land or a um, McCaffrey. I don't think that you know Fournette will fall to him, but yeah, somebody like that I can see. I mean, I'd be surprised if they didn't if they didn't go out and get someone. Yep. No, I agree, and I feel like Stewart's probably he's he's hurt a lot, so he might go. And I I mean I think that actually if they get somebody in there who's you know. And every down guy who's playing all the time, I think it's going to help Cam and keep him up there. And then my number seven, like I said, I was going to say, it's Ben Roethlisberger, number seven. Rothley, and he has Brown back for sure. So Brown's back. Bell's well, going to be like back. Roethlisberger. It, but can he stay healthy? That's the, the it, constantly, I feel like. That's a big question mark hurt. with Roethlisberger. And do you think at some point in his career, he is going to be a little more. Um, I don't know, kind of even keel. I, I feel like when you look at his numbers, it's always game yeah. to game. It's so sporadic. It is. And which I, is why you can't really depend on him as your number one. It is strange. Those like home and away splits he's had. It, I mean, I think he picked it up towards the end of the year. He actually had a couple decent away games mainly, but finally. but I, I think it, he just did that to mess with us because he knew we were talking shit. And, like, <laughs> and so he did it just to flip the script on us because I think we were wrong like, once on him because we're like it's an away game punt it and then he he blew up but other than that like if you stay away from him on the road 
you do pretty was, well. Yeah, it worked out almost all the time. Like it was, it was very strange. But I mean, that offense is so good. You you have to put him up there in the top. He's gonna be one of those top guys. If you get him for cheap, that's fine. But it's just like he just gets hurt. I, but he could jump up there and be one of those top guys. That's why not when he has that the weapons he does. Maybe Martavis Bryant comes back and really even opens up the offense even more with Darius Green. Maybe he's healthy all year. If he did get both those guys back, it would be very exciting. Yeah, that, that's he really could, I think, at that point, jump up possibly a little bit higher. But it just feels like he's always hurt. and Or even and Tony, Le'Veon Bell's always hurt. There's always somebody hurt on that offense. It seems to be almost all the time. But still, he's one of the top guys. So now we get, after that, it gets even... It's. I think these level these guys from like eight to whatever can really interchange too. But I went number eight. I went with Derek Carr. I really think. Yeah, and you know, I I really like Derek Carr. So I agree with you. I think he could even. I think on a lot of lists, he's going to be higher. I think he could um, be by a few spots. He'll probably be. Yeah, out of I think he could be. It's all sure. it all depends on how you look at his wide receiving core and what they're going to do with running back. How much help they give him, but. Obviously, the talent's there. He can put up numbers, so I, I like I that think, pick a lot. I think there's going to be a step up from Amari Cooper this year, too. So I think that's only going to help. The only thing is that yeah, that running back situation, who's going to be there? Is that going to, if they don't get somebody? Is, it, it might not help the team, but it actually might help Derek Carr fantasy-wise. It, it if, might. If they do just stick with DeAndre Washington and uh, and the, I always forget the other guy's <laughs> name. Unbelievable. Jalen Richard. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, if they keep with those guys, because they're very kind of tough in space, if they really just completely abandon the run game, at least running between the tackles, yep. uh, Derek Carr gets to throw a few more easy screens or something like that to these shifty running backs, I think his numbers could actually improve because of that, get an extra you know, couple touchdowns, a couple hundred yards off of it. It could be good for him. I think it would be bad overall for the Raiders because they're, you know, they wouldn't be near as balanced. But Derek Carr would be a fun guy to have on your fantasy team. I think so too. Number nine is Russell Wilson. I oh another bounce back candidate. You know, he's he does he if he has the running ability that he had a few seasons ago, he could be really good fantasy wise last year he just didn't have the running stats he was I think it was because of an injury I really think he was hurt for most of that season and that's why he wasn't getting the rushing stats which is what always made him such a good fantasy quarterback but number nine is I mean for what he was a couple seasons ago that's way down there he was supposed to be one of the top probably what top two three quarterbacks there even coming into last year this past year he was but he didn't quite do it Last year, I, thought, I hope if it was just injury, I think he could have a big bounce back. But either way, I don't think they're going to run him as much as they did in the past, though. I think that's they're going to yeah, cut I, down I, on that. I think this is the first guy, and I like Russell Wilson, and it's kind of hard saying he's not a top ten guy because he absolutely could. But I know there's a few more guys that are coming that I think could easily overtake him. So I think he's the first one that you would have to sell me on. Even though Cam Newton, I think, is a little high, maybe, but I, but he's a, I think he's easier to sell than than Russell Wilson after last year. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I, if I can get Russell Wilson though at the end of a draft, an auction draft for nothing, 
I'd gladly put him on my team for a couple bucks. But still, I feel like he's going to go for more than that because he is because he's Russell Wilson. He's going to end up going for more than what I would be willing to pay for him. That's just kind of what I yeah. think is going to happen. You're, you're saying that he's a top 10 guy, so someone is going to spend money to make him their well, starter. The problem is th- so those top 10 to guys. To get him for a couple bucks is, I think is unrealistic, but... That's kind of, but that's how I don't want to pay anything for quarterbacks. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for. But I feel like in some of the guys coming up, I can get for nothing possibly, and I'll be perfectly fine with them. And might as well just go round at the top ten, and number ten is going to be Kirk Cousins. And that's not even knowing what yep, team's going to be. I, I like yet. that pick. I think it's just safe. <laughs> yeah, and if he's with Washington, which I think he'll, I, I think he'll still be with Washington. This whole thing is just odd. There's why would they not? Keep yeah, him? he'll he'll be with Washington. He'll have. Plenty of people to throw to. Maybe none of them are quite dominant. I mean, Reed, when he's healthy, is a great tight end. Um, but he'll have a lot of young guys to throw to. So I, I don't worry about his numbers at all. I think I think he is very, very rock solid. If you plugged him into a starting role, I think you would be very happy. Yep, no, I agree. And then we go with number 11 through 15 here. Round up my list. Number 11 is Matt Stafford. He kind of dropped off a bit at the end of last year. He started the year great. He was one of the, what, probably top five fantasy quarterbacks for a while there. He kind of fell off as the season went on. He did have that finger injury. Maybe that has something to do with it. But he, this is more the level I think he is. I think he's in this 10 to 15 range. Solid guy you can use any week, but he's not going to be, I don't think he's ever going to get to that top five level. It doesn't seem like it's quite happening. (laughs) No, I think the thing about him, because he has all the ability in the world, um, he really does have an insanely strong arm, and he did relatively well without Kelvin Johnson, yep. which I wasn't sure I was going to you know, come up, because Kelvin Johnson was such a large portion of the throws he made. <clears throat> but it, it seems like the Lions do better with this kind of offense that they're running, which is a lot more, um, I don't know, patient, if you will. Um, so he's a lot better in the red zone. He doesn't do as many turnovers. I think he's a better quarterback, but I think he's worse for fantasy. So he scares me a bit because you know he can have these games where they're going to play it safe and they'll win the game, but they don't necessarily need him to throw for 300 yards. I mean, no, they, So he can have a game where he throws 200 for one touchdown, and that's what they need him to do. Um, and he's very capable of doing that, but um, it scares me on a, from a fantasy turning. level. So I think you're right. I think he's within this. But I think half the games are going to be very happy, and half the games are going to be a little lackluster. It's starting to turn into almost like an Alex Smith, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but but yeah, I think he's a I think he's a streaming quarterback. Yep. I, um And you know, true to your point, he's outside the top ten, so he's not a starter. Um, but yeah, so I think he's one of those guys that you have to pair up with, like I don't know, another guy that I see to be like that would be like Eli. Yep. Or one of these young guns, which, you know, has upside, but you can't rely on them. Oh, yeah. All right. Number, I'm just going to go here. 12, 13, 14, 15. Finish on my list. Number 12, Marcus Mariota. Number 13, Dak Prescott. Number 14, Jameis Winston. And number 15, Phillip Rivers. What do you think? Dak, probably a little all the, lower. All the young guns. and Yeah, and those guys are the ones that I'm really interested in because they're I don't think too like you'll be able to get one of them for really cheap, yep. and they all have tremendous upside. So I'd probably grab one of those guys and try to pair him with another one. 
and Dak, I think, is going to be higher on a lot of people's lists than I have him. But I really don't even feel the people I have ahead of him. I don't see. I mean, I can easily see them being ahead of him, but he easily or he could jump up there and be top five. It's just he could go either way. It's hard to say with I agree. him. And I, I think he's one of those guys that we say all the time. Someone else is going to pay more for him. Exactly. I, I think the risk factor is still relatively high with him. So I, I would rather have someone else that's going to go for less. You know, and you can probably get Mariota, any of those guys, Mariota, Jameis Winston, um, you know, even a – who knows? I mean, he might go higher than, like, a car. I can definitely or, see him going higher And definitely than that. a Cam Newton or something. So he, He's going to go yeah, for way too I, much. I can see him being a, a, number, a number six on a lot of lists. No, man? Yep. No, I can definitely see that. That – but I'm, I'm just not going to be the one to draft him. And my rankings no, reflect no, it. <laughs> well, that's... Yeah, you, you hate on him. I'm just realistic. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well move over to the running back list. Talk about them a little bit. RBs. Number one, two, and three are not going to be a shock on who they are. But I mean, you probably would guess the list even, I think. And what the actual order One, two, is. and three? Yeah, I mean... It can go either way, but I think you one. and me. I'm trying to think if you and me differ on this. Um, David Johnson be. number one. Yep, D- David Johnson number one. Okay, him number one. Uh, actually, we might differ on this, but I would do um, Johnson, Zeke, Bell. Okay, yeah, I went Johnson, Bell, Zeke. Yeah, That's where okay. I, went. I, I I had a feeling we we differed on that, but yeah, I would take Zeke. But yeah, it's a no brainer. All three are great. Um, yeah, we talk about them. A nauseum. So, who's who's number four? Number four is going to be Lashawn McCoy. And there's some Ooh-wee. really random news last week that maybe the Bills would release him. That was some really random talk. We didn't even bring it up Dude, on. Are they trying to rebuild? Like, are they know. just burning it to the ground? What is See, happening? Over no, there? even I don't think anything like that's going to happen. His agent was even kind of shocked to even hear that could potentially even be out there. But if he's back, if he's healthy, he's going to be. One of those guys up at the top, without a doubt. He just worry about his health, but still got to put him up there. Especially when the guys now have a, him have below him after this. I think it really, I think it drops a lot off. I mean, these guys are still good, but those top three are so good. Then McCoy, I think, is on his own level at number four. And then it, it's a, it's a uh, different Yeah, tier. I totally agree. I think he's alone at tier two. He really is. And then it drops off after that. And this is where the list, everyone's list kind of probably differ and people have players all over the place but my number <laughs> it just falls apart it, it, it can go people have them everywhere here my number five though might be higher than some people is melvin gordon i have him all the way up I, there actually i was that's who i would put there too i think you're absolutely correct yeah, i think i mean it just it doesn't even have to get a yard he doesn't even have to get the yards and all that stuff this is the amount of touchdowns he was able to get last year i mean i think and that. He was able to constantly put those, you know, get the ball in from the one yard line. They're going to keep doing it. I mean, they're going to keep giving him the ball at those in those goal line situations. The only worry is if Danny Woodhead comes back, is he going to take away some of the work that you know Gordon had? I mean, maybe slightly, but I don't see it affecting him too much. I think he's going to be getting plenty and keep those numbers up there. Yeah. But number six, this is where 
I don't know if I'm going to be, I think I might be too high here at number six, just because of the situation this guy's in. My number six is Devontae Freeman. Thinking that might be a little much. I mean, I, I can't really argue with this one, only because we saw, and both of us, absolutely love this guy. It's more of the fact that he's paired with Tevin Coleman, who is also a guy that I really yep. love. Um, I think Freeman is the better back. That I mean, you could even make an argument for that. But, um, I mean, my gosh, the guy runs just incredibly well. So the, the fact that you have someone talented paired with him it's, and he'll eat into his production is the only negative you can say about this. Yeah, and that's, that's really it. I, I'm shocked I have Devontae Freeman so high. I think the playoff run really kind of sold me on him. I liked, you know, he, he ran the ball great. Really liked what I saw there, and it's kind of, I like him better than some of these other players. I think he's more, he's extremely talented. Just Coleman. Yeah, Cole, if it's not for Coleman, he's going to be up in the top without a doubt. But Coleman definitely might take away from some of that. But I'm still going to keep him up there at number six. Because then I get to these next guys who I think are all talented players, but they're always, there's something about each one of them that could stop them from being up there. But number seven is Jordan Howard. I have him all the way up at number seven. It's Love that. I mean, he's going to be the guy in Chicago again. He's going to get all the carries, all the workload. Jeremy Langford's not cutting into the workload anymore. Kind of, Jeremy Langford kind of fell off quick. That's one guy. That <laughs> yeah. I mean, did anyone? No. I don't think anyone really took him seriously as a, as a true, you know, No, I don't back. think so. And I think that's why it was so easy for them to move on as soon as he got Yeah, hurt. it wasn't even a problem with that but I put Jordan Howard number seven I mean he's such a great rookie season I don't see why he won't continue that and I mean Chicago might only just be better next year you know they might have a better situation they could be or their their pass game could be that much worse it could and he's be, just going to be an absolute beast in the carry aspect I guess it just depends on what ends up happening there but they're going to run the ball with Jordan Howard and I think his workload is going to be so massive that it's going to you know make up for any Anything that could possibly go wrong with Chicago. Number eight, I have Jay Ajayi. And this is where I, I, we talked about this before. We talked about Jay Ajayi as as a, pretty much as one of the top first round bust potential players. But I'm still going to rank him up there. I, he, I mean, what did we, we didn't even see it. We didn't see it for a full season from him. We got, you know, what, three quarters of the season, not even quite. But I like the talent. I think he's, I mean, you don't put up three 200-yard rushing games if you can't play. And I don't. I mean, that's probably not going to happen again. But I think that that team as overall should be solid with Devontae Parker. I feel like should step up. You still got Jarvis Landry. You got Julius Thomas now. I think that could be a really good offense, and JJ could benefit from it. I guess it all depends too if Ryan Tannehill can can play. If he can throw the ball well, so people have to respect it. They won't bunch up, you know, the front there against Ajay the whole time. So hopefully that'll be it. So he's my number eight. I don't really think you can go wrong with that. I think he has good potential at that spot. His problem is that's where I think it's worrisome. I don't like him as is he, you really want him as your number one running back on a team. I mean, is JJ the guy you want as your running back number one? And that's what he would be at where I have him ranked at number eight. <laughs> Yeah, and that I mean we've we've discussed this before too. That that's where it gets into the rankings kind of departing from you know reality of it. 
Um, and that's why we always talk about it. it. Running back is just more important to get yep. early because of the because of the you know how good they are. And wide receiver is much deeper. Right. You know, you could probably go you know fifteen and be like, if that's my number one, you know, that's fine because I can make up yep. for it with number two. Yep. In running back, you just can't. Nope. And well, my number nine is a player I actually think has great potential to be higher than these guys I have six, seven, and eight. That's gonna be Carlos Hyde. I like Carlos Hyde a lot. I do too. I, I'm a big fan, and I think we're both banking on the fact that he's gonna get yep. a new offensive coordinator, new yep. coach kind of deal. And I, I might have him higher than some people will. I don't. I really don't know. I haven't looked at too many of them. To see where Hyde Hyde himself is, but I think he's a top ten back. I mean, with the amount of like, I think he's going I don't feel there's no competition for him there. There's nobody that's gonna overtake him. Kyle Shanahan, I think, is going to run no, the ball. No, definitely. I mean, what Sean Drone is—is <laughs> is he still the backup there? Like, yes. I, I mean, it's all him. We all know this. It's just, can he stay healthy? And what's the new offense going to look like? And that's where I think he's—he has great potential. I think to be a guy that is up there. It's if he stays healthy, he's going to be a top ten running back without a problem. Then my number ten is going to be Demarco Murray. I even mean, talked about Demarco Murray about could fall off we talked about Derrick Henry could be a guy who could jump up I'm still going to rank as it is right now going into it DeMarco Murray number 10 because they're still planning on DeMarco being their number one guy they say he's going to be and if that's true number 10 is going to be low for him actually this I still think this has some built into that that I think he's going to fall off a bit because if not I'd probably have him up there probably at least five or six I think if we knew he was the guy getting the workload, he would probably be right there with Melvin Gordon right after McCoy, I think. But Yeah, I, I would agree. I think you hit it on the head. We're, we are banking on you know, Henry to be a beast, and especially steal some touchdowns from him, right? I mean, the fact that he was number four overall yep. in, in most in standard leagues, um, you know, is mind-bending. How, how how much better he did than everyone expected. So I don't expect it to fall off entirely. I think it's going to be a slower process. So I think that's a perfect spot for him. Oh, I agree. Number 11 now is going to be Lamar Miller. And that's kind of where Lamar Miller always is. He just He's decent, nothing spectacular. You know, he just kind of stays in that range right there. The only worry I have is that there was the, when we talked about... Um, Peterson, the Texans showed up on Peterson's list, which is an odd one to me. So are they not sold on Lamar Miller? I mean, I guess I can see why they're not. He's not. He wasn't spectacular, but if he is going to be their starting running back and he's going to get all the workload again, he's just going to be in that kind of range. He's going to be a solid, probably a number two running back. You don't want him as your number one, but if you have him your number two, that should be pretty decent. And it just, I think he's, with the amount of work he's going to get, and that kind of thing. He's better than some of these guys below him. I mean, again, it's nothing I'm excited about, but that's kind of where he's going to fall, I think. Yeah, I, I don't think that's uh, completely off base. I'd probably personally have him lower. Yep. Um, but, you know, that's, he can do it, obviously. But my number 12, now this is, again, this people might have him lower, but my number 12 is Todd Gurley. I think there's going to be a slight bounce back from Gurley. And, again, he's... Yeah, I like... 
he's consistent actually. He wasn't great, but he was consistent last year. He wasn't at, he was he was people thought he was terrible cuz you're basing it off of where you drafted him. In reality, this is he was just this kind of running back and like a running back too. That's where he was. And I think he's going to if you can get him for good value, my worry is you're not going to get him in an auction draft for good value. So it's, it still has that name and he's going to go for higher than he should. You can yeah. steal him. Yeah. I like I like this pick to do a bounce back because the yards just weren't there. Um, I, I think the team as a whole is probably going to improve. And he only had what? What do you have? Six, seven touchdowns? Six Something touchdowns? Like that. So I think that's going to increase as well. So I like his stock to rise. And even with that poor of a season he had, he was still ranked number 20th overall for yeah. running back. So um, I think that's. I think he's only going to go up. So I see him being a, an easy top 15 guy. I, I would like to see him even crack the top 10, possibly. But um, I probably wouldn't rank him up there because of the bus factor. Number 13 is going to be, I have Thomas Rawls on my list at number 13. If we can actually get a full season of Thomas Rawls, full season of health, he could easily be up there. He showed signs that he's, you know, could be really good. He just hasn't been healthy. So... Yeah, no, and you see it at the end of the year, too. Seattle's, you know, offense um, kind of came alive a lot of that. And, you know, Lockett finally got, you know, got it going, then he got hurt. Rolls finally came back. He was showing something. Even Russell Wilson, to your point of having him higher than a lot of people will, he started playing um, kind of more like himself, where he was scrambling run in the pocket, even if he wasn't running, um, buying himself time and then making these long plays. So I think that whole offense, I think if they're healthy, everyone will be better um, and everyone will benefit from, you know. Oh, definitely. From each position being, you know, better fit this year. And then my number 14 is going to be Spencer Ware. I'm not sure if he should actually be even higher now with, the, with Jamal Charles officially being released. I mean. Yeah, but, I mean. He's the guy now. True, but I mean, how much work did he really steal from him? Because he didn't even play. Like the first game, Spencer True. Ware had one of his, you know, better games. So I, I think this guy is is probably about where he should be. Um, it's hard to get excited no, about him, though. True. I mean, do you do you feel that way? Is he kind of just consistent? So you put him there, or is he someone that you think has some it's upside? It's more just consistency. He's it, earlier in the season last year he was a lot more exciting than he turned out to be. It feels like he just kind of fell off, kept dropping down, and, you know, he didn't really do much at the end. But I I think if he's going to be the number one guy, and obviously they're just, if they're just going to get rid of Jamal Charles like that with nothing, I think they're, they think Spencer Ware is that guy for sure. They're not going to even look at Jamal Charles again. So I think Spencer Ware, I mean, as a running back too, I'd, like, I'd rather have him as like my flex, but you're... Yeah, but what worries me about this guy too is he only had three rushing touchdowns yep. last year on a team that doesn't throw the long ball. <laughs> yep. So that kind of blows my mind. That, and they don't have a running quarterback. No. So How were the Chiefs that good? <laughs> I don't, they're just really good defensively, Kill. and then they just whittle down time. Yes, yeah, Tyree Kill. And then of course they, you know, Tyree yeah, Kill be the running back. They throw screens to Kelsey and Tyree Kill and let them run it. Yeah. Well, then my number fifteen is Mark Ingram. Just another guy who's just never, never terribly exciting, but he always just kind of, for the most part, gets it done. He has weeks though where he does nothing. He had that 
stretch there where Tim Hightower seemed to be overtaking him for a bit. And then he just kind of jumps up out of nowhere and he just has great weeks again. You don't want to rely on him as he's your number one guy. Number two guy, you'd probably get away with it. But a lot of these guys, this is the range where it, if you're in an auction draft, you can sometimes make this work. Where this In a snake draft, it's not going to work. The guy you're getting at this level is going to be your running back number two. But in a snake draft, you can hopefully make it work. And getting the, the guy you're getting right here is actually going to be your flex spot. And then you're in I mean, terrific position in your league if you can get that. That's, I mean, again, that's why auction drafts are better than snake drafts. You can't do that in a snake draft. These guys are not going to be available as your flex spot, your third running back spot ever. So that's why I put well, I put Ingram there. I don't know if he's going to have anything to worry about from Hightower next year. I mean, Hightower's a free agent. He might move on somewhere else, even if he does come back. I mean, I don't expect like a lot from Hightower, I think Ingram should have another good season. I really do. He could actually jump. Yeah, he's one of those guys that does scare me a bit. He cracked the top 10 last year, though, yep. which is pretty crazy to me. But you're right, he's feast or famine on a team that I feel exactly the same way about every other offensive player besides for, you know, Drew Brees. So yep. um, he's great to have. But, you know, he, he does. He comes with um, some, some real risk-reward kind of type situations which I know both of us are kind of adverse to. Then number 16. This is a bit of an interesting pick I think because we don't really know the situation yet. But Eddie Lacy number 16. And that's just me thinking Eddie Lacy is going to be back in Green Bay and he's going to be Green Bay starting running back and if so I feel like he could be a steal at number 16 actually. But. Yeah I love that pick. And that's very true. I don't know if they're going to draft someone, pick someone up in free agency. I assume Lacey will be back with Green Bay. Um, whether or not it's sharing time, I don't know. But if he's not, that would be awesome place to get him. Yep. Number 17, I have Isaiah Crowell. Now, again, this is nothing. He's nothing special. He's not flashy, but he just seems to get it done with Cleveland. He had a pretty solid season. And... This is probably where it's going to yep. be. Number 15 last yep. year, so. Number 18, then. I mean, there's really not much to talk about Crowell. He's just what he is. <laughs> At number 18, this, I mean, this is just kind of a gut feeling because we have absolutely no idea. Adrian Peterson, number 18. AP. I mean, to be fair, that's probably a good place to put him at the moment. Um, and if you do put him there... So I mean, it's just one of those rankings where someone else is going to think higher of him because of his ability. So um, I think that would be fair because you don't really know where he's going to be after, you know, the the time off and, and going to a new team, assuming he goes to a new team. Yep. So I like where he's at, and it just shows me I'm not going to be able to get him this year. Yeah, I mean, I guess, and especially once if he does go to another team and he is a starter, he's going to jump up higher than that. That's I, I really think he will. Yeah. Number nineteen, I put Tevin Coleman, which is yep. I like that one. He, I mean, that's the highest, obviously, for a second running back on a team. But the way that offense works, how good the offense was, he's going to get enough work to be yeah, up there. I mean, unbelievable, and he was tied for seventeenth overall for running yeah. backs last year, <laughs> and he was hurt some of the games too. So that's that's mind blowing how good the Falcons really are. Oh yeah, I mean, and he, I think he's going to be if. Devontae Freeman were to go down, Coleman will be a steal. 
at wherever you get them. Oh, my gosh. And then they'll round out my top 20 list for running backs. I put number two, and again, this is a guy we don't know the situation. I put Latavius Murray. And the reason is I think Latavius Murray is going to go find a starting job somewhere. I don't know where exactly, but I think why else would him and the Raiders just be moving on like that? I feel like he should be a starting running back somewhere. And if so, I think he could be a top 20 back. It's about as high as up as I probably have him, but I feel like he's going to go some. He's going to go to a situation. I feel like he's going to be the starting running back where he goes. That just I don't know. I have that. I have that feeling for some reason. Don't know what it is. So I'm going to put him number twenty. Yeah, I like it. Um, and obviously that's without rookies factored yep. in too. But I'm wondering. There's two names that stick out that were not on yep. this list. Um, the first one being Legarrette Blunt. Yeah, I just. Eh. How do you see? Where do you see him? Do you think that since the other guys are finally healthy, that's going to cut into his time? I'm not, yeah, I'm not even sure the Patriots are going to re-sign him. I don't even know. I really don't. If they do, it'd be cheap. I'm just not a Legarrette Blount fan at all. He's going to keep dropping down my list and just I don't know. Just not. I'm not interested in him at all. There's he probably. I don't even know if he'd crack my top thirty. Honestly. <laughs> oh my gosh! That'd be... I don't even think he would. All right. Yeah, I don't know. If he's there, he's definitely, I mean, he would definitely be in my top 20. I'm not saying I would, he's like the guy I want, but if he continues on the pace he does for TDs, it would be hard to keep him off of it. But that's saying a lot because obviously they could draft, they could add someone, whoever. The other guy, and it's more just because he's a veteran and, and you know, what's not to love, but Frank Gore, once again, <laughs> he gets number 12 last year, yep. but the guy is getting up there. I mean, it'd be easy to write him off, but where, where do you see his production going? Just, I keep waiting for Frank Gore to fall off, I guess. That's what it is. And I just... I, he refuses to do it, and he's so consistent, too. That's what it is. Every year, I just I, I just write him off. I guess I do. And I never... If I could get him late, or, I don't even want him as my flex. I want him as my fourth running back, honestly. And that's how I feel about him. But usually, you end up, he ends up a lot better than that, and he... he Who's this? I mean, he probably still has it left in him. He really does. The guy seems to constantly yeah. seems to be healthy too all the time. He doesn't seem to get hurt very often. I don't know how he does it. I'll be honest. And I this seems like the perfect landing spot for one of those later running backs that could go to the Colts and finally help yep. him out a little yep. bit. But that just might keep him more healthy. To be <laughs> <laughs> so this guy could be a top twenty back, no problem. Yeah. Well, that is. I think that's it for this episode, Jeff. Quarterback and QBs and running backs. We see where 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 your head's at. I, I do agree with the majority of your list. I like where you're at, and I, I like a lot of your bounce back yep. candidates too. I think I mean this will change. Leonard Fournette might jump in this list. Delvin Cook might jump in this list, depending on where these guys go. I mean, I very well could see one of them, especially Fournette, if he gets to one of those spots. If he goes to like the Jets or somebody like that, he's going to jump into our list when we get going. And if yeah, like, I, especially the top twenty, well, Fournette and Cook definitely, and I think depending on where he falls, but McCaffrey yep. actually has a shot too, because he could fall to someone like Green Bay, and turn yep. out to be very very useful to them, and I think he could steal one of those spots. Yep, and I mean even somebody like Jonathan Stewart, if I know he comes back and he is the Panthers starting running back, maybe he jumps up there. I mean it's very fluid. We don't yeah, really also know. we got to watch. Well, I think that's it for this show. We'll have another episode yet this week with wide receivers and tight ends. We'll go through that list for you guys. But until then, that'll be it for this show. 